Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Do you have a plan for your life? Do you know where you want to go? Are you looking to be happier, healthier, and wealthier while having more fun every day? Meet our healthy living coaches, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, as they engage in energetic exchanges with success experts, bringing you research, innovation, strategies, and techniques to strengthen your business and personal navigational skills for ultimate achievement. Be inspired, motivated, encouraged, and empowered. Lend us your ears right here on Star Style. Be the star you are. The party starts now. Well, welcome, Power Partners, to our informational playground at Star Style. Be the star you are. Brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. We're your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network. This is the Empowerment Channel. And this is our last show of the year. Cannot believe how quickly the year has gone by. Hope that you are all enjoying your holidays. (laughs) At the end of the year, we want to take a moment to reflect on the past and to to, uh, look forward to the future. So the miracle moment for today is coming to you from Be The Star You Are. You have a few more days to make a tax-deductible donation. I mean, why give your money to Uncle Sam when you can actually make the difference in somebody's lives? Take a tax deduction and feel good about it. So consider going to bethestarur.org, making your last-minute donation now, and you'll get a tax receipt, tax write-off. This is from Horace Mann. Seek not greatness, but seek truth, and you will find both. So what we're going to be doing in our show today is we're going to be talking about happiness and how it is really and truly determined by your thoughts, uh, literally 90% by your thoughts and actions, and only 10% is affected by external factors. So it means you are what you think. Uh, We'll also be talking about uh, charitable giving. But right now, Heather and I want to talk about New Year's, how we're all going to celebrate the final days of the year and discuss ways to have a fun, safe, and meaningful uh, New Year's Eve and bring in the new year with lots of joy. So, Heather, do you have any, uh, what are your plans, actually? Do you, have to, do you know what you're doing for New Year's at this point? Yeah, so, you know, again, it's, I, I just love the whole concept of, uh, it's basically, uh, us taking this great voyage around the sun, uh, and next, you know, 365 days, and this is sort of the day one of that first new voyage, and I think that's why there's such great hope and excitement towards the new year, 
And for uh, this year, I feel as I tend to get older, I need less of a production and more time with just friends and kind of chill, intimate moments. Um, so we are actually just having a couple friends out, and now that we live out in the beautiful Temecula wine area, we are going to a thing called the Grape Drop, so instead of the Ball Drop, and uh, oh, that's yeah, fun. so I think there'll be food and wine and all that kind of jazz, and they're going to have two, uh, I think on some big screen thing, kind of a, a showing of the East Coast Drop, and then... Uh, the regular for here on the West Coast. And I think because now we have a gorgeous, beautiful kitchen, we are going to cook up a big, fun New Year's dinner. So I believe that is the plan. How about yourself? Well, you know, I love the, what you just said about, you know, the idea that the sun hasn't gone around for a full year. What I love about the new year is the whole idea of new beginnings. And for some, you know, not that you can't start at any time of the year, uh, start a new project or whatever it is that you want to do. But for some reason, there's a lot of excitement uh, always around the end of one year and the beginning of the next year. And it just seems to me that people tend to want to start their new business, you know, get their new house or apartment or whatever it is. Um, you know, fix up relationships. It's sort of like we get a second chance to be better and to do something else. And so that's one of the things I really like about the new year. I think think humans are just ruled in general by uh, that whole kind of concept of time. That's why, you know, we always say on Monday I'm going to start this new diet or, you know, the, tomorrow's a new day or the next day. That's sort of refreshing thing about starting the week, starting the day new, starting the month new. Yeah, exactly what you said, just kind of closing the one thing. And I think at the end of the year, whether it's been an amazing year or it's been a really trying year, there's always this kind of um, excitement that it's going to be a brand year. It's a, that fresh start feeling. Uh, and even though it, it kind of, as you said, you could, that can start any time. And sometimes for uh, some, you know, it can, the year can start off really powerful and then kind of dip or can start out not so good and get great. But um, I think there's that really thing we start in with. That's why resolutions and all these kinds of goals and I like it. I think as we get older, I want to be more realistic to the things. And now this year, I'm trying to be really direct at what I want and um, and also uh, kind of these really excitement things of of just, you know, of life, of starting and, and fresh and, and viewing everything with this nice eyes. I think 2017 is just going to be this amazing year. And I think it's already kind of started to have that feeling all throughout Christmas time and uh, just I feel friends are starting to have such good news in their life, and it's starting to just breathe that that energy, sort of how smiles are contagious. I think when good things start happening to people around you and that positive energy, I think, kind of starts rubbing off on you. So right, I think right. next year is going to be great. Well, I also think it's important to spend time with friends and family. Yeah. And as you said, uh, instead of just thinking that, you know, you have to be everything to everybody. 
uh, is to focus on what is more important and to get more laser focused. And we will be doing shows on goals and all of that. But this really and truly is the, the time to start that one small step, you know, because the hardest part of completing any long-term project is getting going. So if you can just take that first step and jump in and uh, write down your goals and write down what you want to achieve, usually you have a better chance of achieving something. Uh, you know, if we just keep it in our heads, we, we really don't. And um, so, yes, I think that's a, a good thing. I know what we're going to be doing is uh, we, too, are going to just be with friends, you know, because... I don't know. When I was a lot younger, it used to be really fun, you know, to go to San Francisco and go to these big, uh, these big street parties and all that stuff. But it doesn't. It, that just doesn't um, interest me anymore. I would just rather be with some close friends that I really do want to spend time with. Yeah. Well, or yeah, I think it still can be you know, really fun doing these big things. Because a lot of times it isn't that you're going there by yourself and the intention to just meet people. Sometimes you might meet some people there, but a lot of times you're doing it with friends. I think just for me as I've gotten older, um, the friends that I've still done, that I've done the crazy parties with, um, that it was great. The reason we were doing it is because we were together. I think it's the chaos of out that's out there. I think a lot of these times, and I, you know, never drink and drive, and especially being just being on the road at those nights, it just feels so unsafe. But of course, now there's all those, you know, Uber and Lyft, um, but things can still get really expensive as well as things can be really blocked up and you can't get coverage and you can't get anyone to pick you up. Um, so finding safe routes with that um, is always the best way. You know, I was um, going to jump I, in there. It's so interesting. You're talking about Uber and Lyft. I just got an email, just you know, actually a few minutes ago before the show started from Wings, W-I-N-G-Z, which is a service that I've been using to go to the airport um, when I need to. But it started now offering rides. It's I don't think it's in all cities, but it's in a major cities. But what I like about that is you can reserve your ride in advance. And the email I just got was they're giving $5 off all rides um, for before the end of the year. And you can book your ride now for New Year's. So I thought oh, that was a really okay. kind of a cool idea. So just like you said, especially on busy holidays or busy times, you don't know if you're going to get a ride. If you can book it in advance, that's a smart thing to do. So that's that's very important. What you're saying is, I think you really want to be smart for um, for New Year's and that whole the whole drinking and um, partying thing is. You want to have fun, but you want to also remember to bring in the New Year's uh, with some cheer. <laughs> but yeah, you want to be you know, here, I think so that you have oftentimes to be what happens a lot is there's kind of that stress about with New Year's if someone doesn't have something planned and that's why a lot of times people kind of end up hermiting inside of it's, instead of doing something it almost just feels like oh I don't know or I'm now it's happening and I don't have plans and those last minute things so they feel like I'm almost going to go to bed at 11 and just it'll be something new um, but there are so many last minute things as we just kind of through a last-minute thing together with friends. Find your other, I think you can find your other friends who are kind of in that situation. If you're new to town, even if you're not, everything now, you don't have to worry about getting the local newspaper or kind of those readers. 
They, your towns will have uh, local websites, and you can go on. For the most part, there'll be things. Some things tend to be family-friendly, and that might be a great option for you if you do have kids or uh, that's kind of what you're going for for the evening. Some things may uh, be not a lot of places, just dinners. I know something that's really fun, too, um, but try to get those reservations in now is just booking a fun dinner uh, somewhere with a couple of close friends. And you can either stay there until the ball drops until midnight or maybe you host a little dessert thing back at your house or you do something outside. But those, again, those bonding moments together. And um, I think that's just, again, small little intimate things. And you know what? When you're talking about dinner reservations, be aware, um, because it's New Year's, at least here in Northern California, at least for the fancier restaurants, the ones that you probably would want to spend time at, so many of them are doing what's called a prefixe. You know, it's a fixed price yeah. menu. And most of them are quite expensive. So a restaurant that might be really reasonable at other times of the year could end up being a couple hundred dollars a person because it's New Year's. And just what you said, they're expecting people to come and sit and want to, you know, bring in the New Year. So do make sure you make a reservation. Yeah. And well, while you're making that reservation... Make sure you check out either online or by calling them to find out, are they having just a set menu that night? Are they going to, you know, is there uh, an extra fee because it's New Year's? That happened to us one year, and that was, you know, it kind of takes a little bit of the fun out of it when you think that you're going <laughs> to a place where, the, where you can afford, and then you find out, oh, my gosh, this is, you know, Half the rent for the month. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think a lot of places, too, um, will let you know, hopefully in advance, and sometimes places will ask you to put down credit cards. I know we are going to a brunch the next day that um, normally they always do this brunch on Sundays, but because it is the day, it's New Year's Day, um, they are requiring, uh, they're only taking reservations for at least parties of Five and they're requiring that we put down a credit card in advance because um, it's going to be such a busy day. So if people make reservations and they cancel, that's a five top table that they could have. So um, I'm not quite exactly. sure if they charge you it because it is a um, a bottomless brunch buffet, so it's already a set price. So I'm not sure if they charge you for that amount of five or at a half cost of it. And also, I know that can be a preventative for a lot of people. They think, gosh, it can be expensive, and go into that with that mindset that um, it's a New Year's, it's holidays, so uh, rides, you know, Uber, Lyft, taxi, all that stuff are going to be at premium rates, um, and also tip well and kindly with things that people are working on a holiday. It's stressful. People are drunk and rude, um, so keep that in mind you if know, you are going to a restaurant. that's a great point to tip. Yeah, to tip more because it's a holiday because people are giving yeah, up their time, you, think you know, of, to... Yeah, I, I just think of times that I had, um, you know, bartended, served, working on uh, New Year's or friends that have, and uh, though it can be a fantastic financial night, it can also be a night that you have to deal with a lot of rude people because everyone... You have to remember that it's everyone's night. It's everyone's New Year's. And uh, as a 21 and older adult, uh, people really, you know, the idea, I think, of going somewhere for adults who do partake in alcohol, if they hear not alcohol, that's like people lose their mind. They always need something. So um, think of how just, you know, there's a lot of people. And so be kind to the people that are helping, whether it's in food. 
food uh, or people that are driving you or whatever it may be if you're staying at a hotel, the people that are working on these holidays and what they are doing with. So just share some kindness as well if uh, if you have long Well, and let's talk in. about some other, other kind of kindnesses because, you know, an interesting thing over the holidays, whether it is Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, you know, and today's like the fifth day of Hanukkah, so Hanukkah is still going on for a few more days. Or Wait. New Year, and especially if, pardon me? Oh, nothing. I was just talking about Hanukkah. Continue. Hanukkah, yes. Well, all I was going to say is uh, so many people are spending time with family, like especially if you have, you know, if you had to travel from out of town. Mm. A lot of people, uh, you know, the planes have been packed and people have traveled. But just because people are family doesn't mean that you really like them that much. (laughs) (laughs) And sometimes you have to... um, be, you know, with relatives that you would regularly not be with and topics of conversation come up that are not comfortable. So I just thought it there might be, um, here are a couple of tips to avoid yeah. some of that tension, especially this year that there's political tension because of the outcome of the um, the elections, it, whether, you know, you were for or against. It's caused a lot of conflict in families and with friends. And I guess some of it's inevitable, especially during this holiday season, but really, really more this year. So a couple of things when you were thinking about kindness is to avoid any personal attacks. You know, don't um, don't follow the candidates' leads that were personally insulting just because you disagree with somebody. So when people are making a comment, focus on the substance of what they're saying. And uh, you remember that you can always say, you can always change the subject. You can say something like, you know, for the sake of harmony, let's just avoid any conversations about politics today or whatever it is, you know, religions or whatever. Um, And if somebody is, you know, getting in a contentious topic, you know, just move, just try to move on and say something like, you know, thanks so much for bringing that up. But it's New Year's. Let's, you know, let's revel in the new time. Here, you know what's the best way to shut someone up? You say, here, drink this. (laughs) There you go. Cheers. What? I can't hear you. That's a a good one. uh, (laughs) A couple of other tips. A couple of other tips on that uh, on that same thing is if you're tired or hungry, you're usually more cry- uh, cranky and you're less likely to have reason and be respectful. And that really goes for what you were saying about New Year's Day. So, so many people have really enjoyed a nice New Year's Eve and then they're going to a family brunch or family get together on New Year's. I know in our family... Uh, when I was growing up, it was, I mean, between Thanksgiving and New Year's Day, it was just constant, constant family time. You know, it was, I mean, with all the cousins and you, it just seemed like it was just nothing but big, big dinners. So just remember that you can get tired. And so don't try to get into any really big arguments. Don't condemn anybody because they don't think like you. And uh, the final thing that's my favorite, my favorite topic is Whenever anything isn't feeling so great, uh, just remember this too shall pass. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I just, I really believe, well, I said it at the top of the hour, but because it's the end of the year, this is the time, whatever your favorite charity is, if you feel that you're going to owe some taxes, which everybody owes taxes, but consider making a donation before the 31st, because wouldn't it be better to give some of your money that you're going to have to give to taxes, to give it to... that you believe Get it in, right off. that and is making a difference. Save some money, yes, and you're helping others. Yeah. and there again, you're helping yourself. You're, that, you're that's helping what your I love about it. Situation. Yeah, you get the tax write off, so you actually save money. You know, you're not. You really do. You get money off of your taxes, and then you've actually helped somebody. So, think of all that good that you can do this time of the year as well. And I, I like the fact that you don't have to decorate for for New Year's because normally we're still decorated for the holidays. And then I wait till after Three Wise Kings Day, which is January 6th, to take down all the holiday decorations. What do you do? Uh, I'm actually in the process now of starting to take them down. I just figured, you know, I'm I'm kind of feeling like... Out with the old, in with the new, and I think after these months of moving and packing in boxes, the less clutter, the better for me. So this year is all about fresh and just this whole kind of thing. So I am so excited for the next thing to decorate, which I can't even think what will that be. Maybe Valentine's Day. I don't know how crazy I can get for Valentine's uh, Day, uh, but yeah, it had a good life. Yeah, uh, I don't think people yeah. decorate for Martin Luther King. That's kind <laughs> of the next thing that comes up. Yeah, and the most amount of holidays are between October and the end of December. It just seems unbelievable how fast one holiday, pi- you know, piles on the next one. So. In any case, we wish everyone out there a really, really wonderful end of the year. And I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, the Campolindo Cougars, who just won the state title for on their football team, and the Alcalanes High School volleyball team. The girls' team just won the California state title. So this area where um, Heather grew up is really exciting excited uh, because there's a lot of great athletes here <laughs> amazing every time after yeah. coming just back now i think wow <laughs> no i know i think that too i i do i think that too well before we just end this segment i just want to leave you with a quote as to let you know that the world is changed by your example not by your opinion so set a good example and do all the good you can by all the means you can in all the ways you can in all the places you can at all the times you can and to all the people you can and as long as you can. So we wish you a happy new year. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. And this is coming to you live on the Voice America Network. We're on the Empowerment Channel. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And I will be back with you in just a bit, so don't go away. And Heather, good luck with all your unpacking. (sighs) Happy New Year. (laughs) 
Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Are you seeking a Dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world. Lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR. 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 And visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan. www.cynthiabryan.com. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out to me. Well, you are listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I am your host, Cynthia Bryan, and we are going to be talking about how you are happy as well as you are what you think. And before we do, I just wanted to uh, say that I, Carrie Fisher has died yesterday. We all know her from being Princess Leia in the Star Wars um, series as well as from her her screenplays and her very funny um, books that she's written and her the movie postcards from the edge, but uh, it was sudden and sad and we offer our condolences to her daughter and her family and all those who survive her. We will not forget her. She was very important. She really really showed that women can be strong in that movie that debuted so many years ago. And I just remember how interesting when I was just a young actor living in Los Angeles and working there and in my early days, my agent took me to this big warehouse where they were making these little tiny you know, models of all these outer space things and all these crazy things. And they told me it was going to be this small little movie called Star Wars. <laughs> and I was like, well, is there any part I can audition, can audition for? Said, no, it's mostly, it's all guys that are in it and kind of uh, creatures. And I look back at that time now, and of course I didn't realize how big uh, an impact this uh, movie franchise was going to have on the world, but it was very fun to see it in its early days. Well, research has shown that 90% of your happiness is determined by your mindset. 
meaning that only 10% is affected by external factors, whether that is your job, your finances, or your health. I mean, it really seems hard to believe, but happiness and contentment have as much to do with how you perceive life as anything else. Whether you are getting older, you know, and you feel like you're aging, uh, whether you're having an approaching lifestyle change, maybe you're getting near retirement, or you're just maybe losing that zest for life, there is such a wealth of scientific research and studies out there that suggest a more optimistic outlook is within your reach. Now, of course, with me, I've always believed that. I've always thought that you are what you think or, you know, magic happens when you believe and all of that, that you really have to believe in this. But it's good to know that science backs it up. Now, by staying positive, you actually will feel younger and you are healthier. Now, maybe in your parents' day, depending on how old you are at the moment, reaching middle age or senior ages may have meant a really big, significant change in lifestyle. That might have meant stepping back from careers, less physical activity, but Current and future generations have absolutely different outlooks on life and different prospects. Today, people know more about what's needed to stay healthy. They have lots of more hobbies, careers, athletic achievements. And we know that athletic achievements can happen at any day I, uh, or at great achievements. I also think about the, our, our American hero, John Glenn, who recently died, who was in his late 70s when he did his his final space mission. I mean, I thought that is kind of amazing. According to a study by researchers from Yale University and my alma mater, University of California at Berkeley, you are actually only as old as you think you are. Now, hear me out on this. You are only as old as you think you are. The study went on participants who were exposed to positive ideas and associations with aging, such as words like wise and spry and energetic, were found to have a greater improvement in their physical health than participants of a similar study that involved six months of prescribed exercise. And that would be like, you know, triathlons are a thing of your past? No, think again. Other research suggests that in many ways, our brains actually improve with age. So as we accumulate experiences, our innovation and our creativity are boosted as we're able to think bigger and make important mental connections. So with more life experience also comes greater maturity and greater awareness, uh, giving us a keen understanding of what's truly important. So we don't waste time, you know, sweating the small stuff. But it comes down to staying positive to achieve your goals. Really often what we do is we make that mistake of thinking that by first reaching our goals, like, you know, getting the promotion or getting the raise that we can then find happiness. I've always said, and it's also in my book, uh, Be the Star You Are, you know, happiness is an inside job. You choose to be happy. And research it actually shows that when um, MetLife, which is Metropolitan Life, took a look at its uh, salespeople, they found that great results from those who were happier that were when they decided to start hiring people who were optimistic over those who showed higher intelligence and more experience. In the first year, the happier salespeople outsold their colleagues 
who had more experience in, in sales by 19%, and in the second year by 57%. And I think a lot of HR departments have learned that now, is that you is although you want to hire skills, you really want to hire, hire for attitude. Uh, Sean Aker, who's an expert on positive psychology, and he's a, a Harvard professor, supports this idea. He did a TED Talk um, sharing that your brain is 31% more productive when it's positive versus negative, neutral, or stressed. And in his research and consulting work, he's found that these easy habits are proven to shift your mindset towards the positive. So what are some things that you can do? How about think of three things that you're grateful for every day? I mean, that's easy. I mean, we all have at least three things. I mean, one of them could be just waking up, right? (laughs) Uh, Journal about your positive experiences, and then that way you can relive them. One of the things that we did over Christmas, and it's a Christmas tradition in our family, and to me it is so fun and everyone seems to enjoy it, is we watch old videos of, you know, of years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, or, you know, when the kids were just born or whatever it was. And we just laugh a lot and we see all the positive things and the growth. And so that's another great way to relive something that was positive. Now, exercise, of course, we know is very, very good for you. Endorphins are always a good idea. And exercise will keep you healthier and keep your body in shape and hopefully, you know, keep your heart and your brain in, um, in tip-top condition. Meditation is such a good way to relax and to focus your brain. I mean, we live in an overstimulated world. So when we can just take the time to meditate, you're going to find that you will be able to Work on projects at a better level, and you're going to be happier when you achieve your goal. And then one thing that everyone I know feels good about is when you do those random acts of kindness. One of my girlfriends, MJ Ryan, actually was one of the writers on the book, um, Random Acts of Kindness. And it, she just came out with a new book, by the way. And it's a great idea to just do something for somebody else when you're not even planning to do it. You know, whether that's putting some money in somebody's parking meter that you see it's going to go red and you see a cop is coming that's going to give them a ticket. You know, whether it could be uh, bringing food to somebody, a neighbor that might be sick, or um, stopping in uh, an old folks' home to sing a song or just bringing old magazines. There's so many ways to be kind. You know, the next time somebody tries to catch you off in traffic, wave to them and smile and just let them go because happiness leads to success. Remember, happiness leads to success. It's not success leads to happiness. Don't underestimate the little things. When we think of what might make us happiest, our mind kind of jumps to those lofty ideas, you know, the real extravagant vacations or the big expensive house. But again, science shows and the Journal of Consumer Research suggests that isn't the case. In this study that they did, participants were asked to recall enjoyable experiences, which included ordinary things that happen more frequently, such as a really good meal or a visit with family or with friends, and extraordinary things, which were rarer and included things like those exotic vacations. 
And what they found was that the older the participant, the more joy was experienced from just ordinary pleasures, eventually growing to match the joy we get from a novel experience. But whether you are still saving you know, for your next big, whatever it is that you need, your next big investment, or um, if you already have everything you need and maybe you're getting ready for retirement, this is a great reminder that your lifestyle can and needs to be rich, whether you're cruising the Caribbean or living in a more modest day-to-day, because there's just lots of small ways to polish your perceptions or just make more time for simple joys that lead to contentment. So here are a couple of other ideas for you that might really work for the new year. And if you think about them now, you can start writing down your goals. Read a physical newspaper. I know most people don't read the newspaper anymore. You're reading everything online. And if you've gotten used to it, you know, on the screen, you know, just give your eyes a break a day or or an hour a day and grab a newspaper at a local coffee shop and enjoy Take an excursion to your no, your local nature preserve or even a park. You've got to get outside for a walk. Greenery and sun are proven mood boosters. I've already done shows on what we call forest bathing. That shows that just a walk through a forest or trees or a park or in your backyard completely elevates your moods and gets all those endorphins coming out and boosts up that dopamine in your body that's all good for you. So get outside. The minimum is suggested is 15 minutes a day in the sunshine. Go to the library. Don't forget about this wonderful public resource. You can browse to the stacks. You can discover a new novel. You can track down an old favorite. If you really feel you have nothing to do, and no place to go, you know, and you're feeling kind of sad because maybe you don't have friends, you know, clear or family nearby. Hey, join a club. There are, you know, you might have book clubs or there's card clubs or garden clubs. or There are clubs out there for everything. And you can contact your local chamber of commerce to see what clubs are in your town. Or sometimes it might be your town office. Uh, they may have that information. But that's a really good thing to do is just join join a club. The camaraderie and the people you meet may, may really spark your happiness. Eat well. Enjoying a good meal is one of the most important things that you can do with friends and family. Unfortunately, these days, what most of us do is we rush through our meals. We eat them at our desk. We eat them in our car. We don't take our time. We just like, you know, swallow it down. We don't even know what we ate. But there's some great, great joy if you gather friends, like Heather was saying, um, friends or family, and you cook a meal together. We did this over the holidays with my family. We were all, we call it chefing it up. And we just all add our own little bit of, uh, of our cooking skills, and it turns out amazing, and we really do enjoy something like that. And there's just something about that kind of, you know, my mom always said the, pers- the way to a person's heart is through their stomach, and I know what she meant is that, is that cooking is really, it's, uh, it's almost a spiritual experience because it really connects us to one another. And then finally, I just want to remind everyone, if you want to be happy, is you really have to plan 
your next year. Because if you fail to plan, you will plan to fail. Now, all of your plans may not come true. Resolutions, they sometimes go by the wayside. But try to be realistic this time. Don't just go way out and say, okay, I'm just going to just, you know, go on, fire it out. Really be conscientious and think about what you could achieve if you put your mind to it and what's really important to you. And then just back to family, do remember that the family that plans together stays together and plays together. So with your family, make sure that you do have set your intentions, you know, to host a, a family gathering, maybe of something a different sort and keep that agenda you know, chaos free and just time to share the love because it, 2016 has been a very, very challenging year. I know at least in our family and for so many families that I know. So let's hope that 2017 will bring a lot of joy and health to everyone. Well, when we come back from break, we will be talking more about charitable giving. Don't go away. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. And my name is Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. There are secrets to goal setting. Gaining control of your life by setting goals is at the center of most leadership and time management systems. Stephen Covey, the best-selling author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, suggests you empower yourself and accomplish your goals by asking yourself these questions. What do I want to accomplish? What contribution do I want to make to the project? Why do I want to do it? What's my motive? And how am I going to do it? Answers to these what, why, and how questions create the context for setting weekly and long-range goals. Start small. Find balance by first setting short-term goals that you're sure you're going to accomplish. Then gradually add to your list. Goal setting is a lifelong strategy for success and for happiness. Remember, you're the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another Business Bite from Star Style. For more information or to book a consultation, visit CynthiaBryan.com or you can call the offices 925-377-STAR, 925-377-7827. Be the star you are, the star you The annual cost of illiteracy to American taxpayers is over $225 billion. Help increase literacy, reduce violence, and improve positive media messages by making a tax-deductible contribution to Be The Star You Are charity. A top-rated nonprofit, Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, produces positive radio broadcasts, and donates positive books to empower women, families, and youth. Be a power partner and join our galaxy of stars. Visit our website at bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation using PayPal or send checks to P.O. Box 376, 
376, Moraga, California, 94556. Be the star you are. Org. Dare to care. You are the star. It's power time on Star Style. Be the star you are with your passion, purpose, and possibility producer, Cynthia Bryan. Now, back to the power party. This business of show business is calling out I just can't me. believe that a full year has already gone by. How quickly these uh, the days, the minutes, the hours fly. It's like, how is it that that uh, happens? Well, I want to give a couple other tips on um, keeping happy because one of them that I failed to mention in the last segment was about holding yourself accountable. People tend to externalize when they encounter problems and they look beyond themselves and they find fault with others when things go wrong. You know, society's mantra is, ah, there's plenty of blame to go around. But you can hear it echo in the reactions that happen when something does go wrong because When we choose to hold ourselves accountable, we're more likely to be happier and successful in work and in our relationships. Just remember that life is filled with all kinds of traps that are going to let people avoid personal accountability. And it's so easy to make excuses, play the victim, the blame game, you know, find a sense of entitlement, procrastinate. But when you take ownership for your own actions and reactions and Um, That way you will avoid the anger and the cynicism and the envy and the frustration. And instead, you'll focus on positive emotions and that healthy loving, getting back to that positivity, right? Being positive and optimistic helps you be more happy. So our daily energy is really finite. So don't waste even an iota on negative thinking. That leads to uh, unproductive behaviors. And if I could give you any tip for this year, it would be to make this your number one goal for 2017, the next year, is because we really do have that ability to decide that we're going to be optimistic and that we're going to hold ourselves accountable. So if you're that kind of person that plays that blame game or is always making excuses, write it down that you're going to change that. Again, a lot of science has shown that when employees feel accountable for their work, they're more likely to contribute to solving problems and achieving organizational goals. Believing that if others will change, everything's going to be better, and then trying to force people to change, you know, that drives people apart. I've always uh, believed that we can't change anyone else. We can only change ourselves. We can only uh, make our own choices. So the fastest way to embrace relationships is to remove that blame. And blame is what breaks down a relationship. So whether it is selling more products, building stronger connections, you know, owning up and taking responsibility is going to help you move forward in life in a positive, happy way. Well, again, it is the end of the year and it's a perfect time to talk about giving and donations. Uh, Be the Star You Are has just wrapped up its Hurricane Matthew donations that it did um, after Hurricane Matthew happened in October. We shipped over $15,000 worth of books, brand new books, to uh, North Carolina, let's say Florida, 
South Carolina and Georgia. And we just recently received a really beautiful letter from the Greenbrier Children's Center in Savannah, Georgia, that just thanked us for our generous gift of books to the Children's Center. The girls and boys at our early childhood education centers will enjoy these books for years to come. Your commitment to empowering children through reading will make a positive impact to improve literacy in our community. And you've helped displaced children weather a crisis in their lives uh, that they so appreciate by lending a helping hand. You are a blessing to our agency. And again, we thank you for your support. And I thought that, you know, uh, nurturing children, strengthening families, that is very, very critical to life. This is what we, we have to do in life. And so when you donate any time of the year, but especially now, so what the month of December is the absolute biggest month of the year for donations for all charities. Now, of course, this show is brought to you by Be The Star You Are Charity, which is a charity that believes in increasing literacy and increasing positive media messages. And what we mean by positive media messages is that what you're going to hear on our programs, whether it's Star Style, Be The Star You Are, or Express Yourself Teen Radio, will be uplifting, will be current, will empower you in some way, as opposed to having you left to listen to some of these uh, radio broadcasts that are untrue and bring people down and are just tirades on what's happening in our world. We here at Be The Star You Are believe that we live in a beautiful, wonderful world and that people are good. And we really believe that we each of us have the ability to be the stars of our own lives, that we are the writers, producers, directors, and stars. And to that end, we want to help other people do the same and be the same and be able to give. So we have a few more days. The website is bethestarur.org, B-E-T-H-E-S-T-A-R. Y-O-U-A-R-E dot org. Be the star you are dot org. And, you know, we bring you the radio shows. We do a lot for families and youth around America. And we do things for, we have volunteers from all over the world. So you can give a donation via PayPal, which you just can click on our website. Or you can go to PayPal and you can um, choose to uh, donate to Be The Star You Are. PayPal doesn't charge any fees if you go through the PayPal Giving Fund, which is set up for charities. Uh, and you can, again, you can reach that at our website. You can also make a donation by just sending a check to P.O. Box 376, Moraga, California, 94556. I want to uh, say that there is nobody in our organization that gets paid. Even though I'm the executive director, I am not paid either. We have run this charity since 1999 because we believe in the values of empowerment. And somehow we get by, but there are expenses. So it's really important that we can get your charitable contributions. Now, there's some other ways to make donations. Now, just remember, every donation is a tax 
deduction for you. You'll talk to your tax accountant to figure out how it works for you, but you do get a tax write-off. But in a generous community, the year-end charitable gifting, it's really a hot topic. So here are a few uh, explorations of how you can make a difference before the end of the year. If you have gift-appreciated assets, this is a... um, a strategy that involves gifting an asset that is appreciated, thus avoids selling and paying tax on the gain and instead benefiting from a deduction for the fair market value. And it's, of course, subject to some limitations. There are many types of property that you can use for this. You can use publicly traded assets like stocks to uh, less liquid assets, such as real estate holdings. And you want to uh, work with your advisor to find out what you could do. But that, that's one way that you can give to charity. Another one is called a donor advised fund. So you want to give something, but you're not sure to whom. Would you like your children to participate in your largesse and decision making? These are two reasons. There are donor advised funds. They're called DAF. They're becoming more popular planning techniques. A so DAF is an established Um, is uh, established at a public charity and your deduction occurs in the year that you donate to the fund. You can have a DAF keep the cash from the sale of the asset on hand for multiple years and you can tell the charity how you want it to be used and how you would like it to be gifted. And it's a great tool for raising socially aware and financially literate children and an excellent idea for those who want to give over time, but you need the deduction this year. So you, or, so you think about that. Um, I don't know how many people have this much money out there to give, but just so you know, you can gift up to $100,000 of your annual required minimum distribution if you've already turned 78 and a half and you know the joys of paying taxes on those required minimum distributions from your retired account, retirement accounts. The good news is that you can satisfy that required minimum distribution, donate to your favorite qualified charity by transferring any amount of money up to a max of 100000 directly to that organization from your retirement account in lieu of a required distribution. Now, you won't qualify for a further tax deduction, but you'll also won't need to include the RMD in taxable income, and that lowers your adjusted gross income. So don't forget that the funds must go directly from your qualified retirement account to the charity and not paid to you first and then transferred. There's also something called a charitable reminder, a remainder trust. And um, this is just, I'm just mentioning this because it might, um, uh, you know, get you interested. In its simplest format, you make an irrevocable gift to a qualified charity and you get to receive an income stream and a present value income tax deduction. And at your death or at the end of the period set up for the income stream, the asset goes to the charity. So it's an important tool for those with charitable intent and you have highly appreciated, often highly valued assets who are additionally interested in reducing their taxable estate while still remaining um, and having some, you know, say in it. That said, there are many nuanced forms of charitable trust that can be utilized to fit your needs. So you want to talk to an advisor again about all of that. And then gifting to family 
You know, always we always say charity begins at home, and while there's no likely income tax deduction for gifting to your family, you do get a lot of joy from helping your family move ahead. As long as you're giving, you know, you're giving this to them um, out of joy. Uh, you can avoid tax on the appreciation if it's sold for an amount higher than its basis, and you the, your loved one will benefit. But your gift. If it's outright cash, maybe you're going to find that to put money into somebody's Roth IRA for the year, you got to check the limitations, might be a better idea. So whatever your approach is, you can check your state laws to find out how much you can give to family. But the, the key thing, too, is if you're looking for a tax deduction, there is really no better way than right now to give that uh, give a deduction to the charity of your choice and i do hope that you will give to be the star you are be the star you are.org well as we close out the year of uh, 2016 i give my gratitude to you for tuning in whenever you do whether it's in the archives or live we love being with you here every week and bringing you some information that we hope helps you improve your life and empowers you for the better i am available as a coach and consultant and i'm taking reservations now for the next year contact me through cynthiabryan.com or our phone number 925-377-STAR you can find pictures and more information at starstyleradio.com if you want to just find out about all our radio information. And as always, my aim is to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate, cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate today. And consider picking up a book because it is a, such an important thing to read. And um, go to our bookstore to pick up copies of our of my book, um, Be the Star You Are, Business of Show Business, Chicken Soup for the Gardener Soul, where all the money will go to the charity. So you get something and you've made a donation. Until next week when we start a brand new year with a brand new lineup, my name is Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you to be the star you are. Happy, happy New Year. Be safe. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Be the star you are. Keep caring. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style. Be the star you are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.